Blog Talk Radio. The great city playboy, they're always around to help build your hope up, then help drag you down. They'll leave you with nothing. What's Good evening, everyone. You're checking out Blazing Ride backstage. It is Thursday, August 18th, 2016, 9 o'clock in the p.m. To get this party started, I would like to welcome my co-host, the Sade to my batter and wah, Mr. Jonathan Weeks. Mr. Jonathan, how are you, man? Good, man. How you doing, man? I'm doing all right, man. man. Hey, man, hey, man, hey, man, hey, man. The awful thistle, the successful thistle sifter, sifted a sieve full of unsifted thistles. If the awful thistle, the successful thistle sifter, sifted a sieve full of unsifted thistles. Where is the successful thistle sifter sifted? So tonight on the show, we have singer-songwriter Brian Mackey. He'll be up in just a few minutes. John Weeks. What's going what's going on with you, bro? Not much, bro. Uh, you know, just chilling like a villain and uh enjoying life and uh and the weather's a little bit better. It's not as hot as it was before like last week and uh just doing me. <laughs> and what town are you doing I mean that's a little perverse first off, but what town are you doing you in? Philadelphia I'm in yet? The great city of of Hartford. No, I haven't left Ugh. yet. I'm gonna leave um Probably late September. Okay. Yeah, man. Okay. Uh, For the great city of Philly. Do you have your apartment situation worked out and all that? For Philly, no, not at all. I have, I have, I've looked at Craigslist a little bit, uh, but I, I tend to do things very last minute. I'm a terrible planner. I don't plan well, and uh, but I'm hoping for a place you know where, around where I work. I don't like to travel too far, so I like to get out of bed. Walk a block, go to work. That's about all I like. <laughs> if if but I did it's that, difficult, man. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Proceed. You may proceed. Uh, no, no. It's, it's just it's just difficult finding a place because Philly is so much more expensive than Hartford. Yeah, I was gonna say if if I uh, lived a block away from where I worked, I would have to be like a multimillionaire, you know. <laughs> no, I heard you. I heard New York is a the rent is too damn high. <laughs> Shout out to Jill, Jimmy McMillan. Um, the, so, do you remember that time that I told you I was at the gym and there was a uh, woman next to me who was on her phone so loud and I I just started a fake cell phone conversation to try and get her off the phone and I, tr- I started you know talking to nobody and. <laughs> And and you mentioned it yes, was very. Yes, uh, told me about that. Yes. Yeah, and you mentioned it was very Larry David, very Curb, and I, so at the gym, nothing bothers me more than listening to other people's cell phone conversations, uh, and it, I can always hear them through my headphones, like no matter how loud. So <laughs> yesterday, no Tuesday, I'm at I'm at the New York Sports Club, and 
I am uh, uh, on the treadmill in, in mm-hmm. Park Slope, and this woman uh, comes who's like uh, three treadmills down from me on the right, and she was on her mm-hmm. phone, and she was so loud, and she was talking and stuff, and so then at, at some point, I just blurt out, uh, take a cell phone conversation on the treadmill? No. That's super rude. I would never do that. And as soon as I said, because last time, you remember, it didn't work. But this time, I said that. I just blurted that out as I'm running. Yeah. And I hear her start whispering to her friend something she needs to get off the phone. And it actually fucking worked this time. It, it worked. worked. The fake wow. phone call worked. Yup. That, wow, that worked like a champ. Seriously. Uh, she complied. I think that's great. Uh wow, I might try that now. That 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 is very very David X, very curved. Yes. Uh, I might do that. Did you say it loud? How did she hear you? Yeah, I said it loudly. Yes, I, but I was pretending to talk to somebody, you know, in my headphones, which uh, it didn't really make sense because I didn't say hello or what's up or anything. You know, I just <laughs> start going, "What? <laughs> Run on a treadmill? <laughs> talk on a cell phone on a treadmill? I would never do that. That's super rude." I gotta say, you got issues, but it worked well. <laughs> Great. Um, <laughs> our guest tonight is a singer-songwriter from Florida, currently living in New York City, um, whose new single, Are You Listening?, is currently number 16 on the adult contemporary radio charts in the USA and number 8 on Spotify's German chart favorites. His new debut LP is called Broken Heartstrings. Please welcome Brian Mackey. Brian, how are you? Hey, Brian. How are you? Yeah. I'm, I'm doing all right. Um, awesome. have you, uh, do you get annoyed with people on their phones while they're, while you're working out? Oh, hell yeah. Definitely. <laughs> it's, uh, it just, it just blows my whole chi right out of the water. It's just, uh, <laughs> I have a hard time staying focused as it is. And then I feel like really just hitting somebody with a barbell sometimes. It's just, yes. uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's because my anger level gets really high when I'm working out. As it is, I'm trying with all my might to like lift 30 pounds. And, um, <laughs> you know, it's just, it just, yeah, it's annoying as hell really. Actually. Yeah. But if we're, if you're going to be angry and it's a good city to be in for that. So, uh, yeah, what? I think anger, anger was invented here. I think, <laughs> um, <laughs> Your uh, your song, Brian. Are you listening? Now, to help me out here. It was featured in a in a um, video game reviewer's video on YouTube reviewing a, a PlayStation uh, Four game, and that kind of spurred uh, some popularity with it. Yeah, who knew that would e- was even a thing or, or was like <laughs> possible? But yeah, it was kind of a strange thing how it came about. I was just paying attention to my Facebook posts and they were all in German writing. I didn't know whether it was good or bad because I don't read German. And it was just like <laughs> comment after comment. And I, I just traced it back to um, that guy that does like the, like a walkthrough of a game and then he put it in the end screen and uh-huh. people seemed to like it. And it just uh, kind of just took off from there. really out of nowhere, man. It was weird. And this guy's name is Gronk? Gronk? Gronk. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was an, 
that was another thing I found a little bit weird. I, I just kept, uh, you know, saying the name over and over because I was not really taking it seriously because I was like, you know, just messing around. And, uh, he, lo and behold, he's a pretty, pretty famous guy over there and, and actually a really cool cat. And I just, uh, yeah, exactly. So Awesome. That's, yeah. uh, John Weeks, I think that that can be uh, the name of your firstborn. It's <laughs> <laughs> not bad. I like it. Yeah. Gronk. Gronk. Hey, it's, I thought it was manly. Football player when I was it's manly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, this, uh, this new album um, the, is your first uh, full-length LP called Broken Heartstrings. Uh, I read that it came from a place of loss and renewal. What was going on in your life to, uh, to make you write and record this record? Yeah, right. when I was writing it, uh, I had a lot of people die around me, like three three different people in the span of four months, and it was just really like a, uh, it was a tough time, and uh, a lot of the songs that I wrote on there were just about the feelings that I was having at the time, and the renewal came about just getting it released, because I, I, I thought that I wasn't even going to be able to finish the album, because um, it just money and uh mm-hmm. you know bad production and i had to stop the album and redo it it was just like a nightmare it was one of those things that just kept going on and on like fail after hell you know mm-hmm. um, but but it it seemed like it worked in the end so um i'm really grateful for that actually but it's like one of them things in life you know you, you don't really expect much out of something and then um it comes about, and it's it's really cool. I'm really grateful. Among all the loss and tragedy, and then the stress of uh, the album coming together and falling apart and coming together, how did you maintain that uh, uh, willpower to to actually get it done? Because I'm just imagining being in that scenario and just thinking like, oh well, I tried, uh, but you actually uh, uh, finished it. How how uh, How'd you manage to do that? Antidepressants, man. Um, <laughs> I really, just to be honest with you, I was really, really happily medicated at the time. And, uh, <laughs> no, really, no shit. Um, yeah, I believe it was, you. That's great. It, it was just it really kind of helped me through. And uh, I was seeing a psychiatrist. I was in counseling. I was in the hospital. It was just really a mess, you know. But I'm doing much better now, I think. You know, I only twitch a little bit now. I mean, I'm I'm just not that bad. <laughs> uh, I, you know, uh, seven years ago, my psychiatrist gave me a little blue pill, and uh, I am still taking it to this day. Boy, those those things really uh, work some magic. <laughs> Wait, the blue pill? Uh, well, it was blue at the time. It was now. It's. It, I mean, yeah. I don't know what it is now, but it's it's legal. Don't worry about it. Okay, yeah, because I was thinking of Viagra, but I was like, why is he giving you that? You know, medicine helps. It really does. I mean, I just, I wouldn't be able to even, like, get on an airplane or uh, just, like, every, I would, like, uh, one time I was getting my hair cut and I had an anxiety attack in the chair and I just got up Mm. with half my hair done. You know, it was just like, ooh. You know what I mean? Just walked outside, and 
I still had that thing around me, you know, that they put that apron around it. You know, yeah. I mean, it's just crazy, man. Like the mind is a is could be your your biggest enemy, you know. It turns on it. So, thank kudos for pharmaceuticals in that respect. They're shit for ripping everybody off, but yeah. <laughs> what, what are you gonna do? <laughs> exactly. I, uh, I, I've i had that moment where I've imagined myself stopping in the middle of a haircut and thinking how mortifying that would be to just stop and then walk out with a half a, you know, haircut. And, and you actually did it. That's uh, I've that's one of my nightmares. You know, that was the best haircut I ever had, really. Cause it was like, really? It was the most original, really. It's just I was looking for a new look, and I got it that day, for sure. But, <laughs> no, seriously, man, it, it's just, yeah. I, and it's like one of them things, you know, I just started obsessing about something and I needed to get up and just, uh, I never, I never went back to that place. And I just drove out of there with that thing around my uh, neck. Wow. Weird. So yeah. we want to play a little bit of your music and, uh, I hear John Weeks, my co-host over there chomping at the bit to ask you a question after, but why don't we, uh, go ahead and tell us a little bit about, are you listening and we'll play it and, and come back. Sure, man. Um, Are You Listening uh, was wrote about, uh, actually written about uh, somebody very near to me that passed away of cancer and actually uh, was living with me at the time and I was helping them and they had passed and uh, that's the result is the song that I wrote. All right. Well, if people weren't uh, sad enough already, here is... (laughs) Brian Mackey with Are You Listening? And we'll be right back with Brian Mackey. Look at your eyes. They're exactly the same as last time Your arms They're wrapped around me so tight Are you listening? Are you listening? Look at the light How it's dropping off the moon tonight You always had a way to throw the light And you Are you listening? Are you listening? 
nobody knows Nobody knows Nobody knows No one knows Nobody knows No one It's exactly the same when I was with you The only thing that's changed is my point of view You're still the same old girl I always knew And you with Are You Listening? Beautiful song. You can uh, check out BrianMackeyMusic.com and follow him on Twitter at BrianMackeyNYC. John Weeks, I hear you chomping at the bit. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, Brian, great music. Um, Thanks, man. Thank so, you. I listened to uh, some of your songs in your SoundCloud. I, I really like that song, America. I'll, but all the songs are great. Um, Thank you, man. What's your favorite song on your, your album and uh, why? Uh, Philadelphia would be the favorite one. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's my favorite because I nah, cause I curse. No, um, it's just my favorite because it was like the song that I wrote for a friend that was getting a hard time from this girl, and I kind of wrote it for her about her friend, and um, yeah, it was like the you know the f you song to her, and. Uh, yeah, I just did that, and it and it kind of. I think we can all relate to that on some level. Like we really just want to just tell mm-hmm. somebody how we we really feel about them, you know. And it's good sometimes to let that out in a song. Right. I guess my uh, my other question is, when I, when I was listening to your music, uh, it sounds a lot like. Um, well, you're, you're original in your own right, but uh, it reminded me a lot of John Denver and uh, a little bit of James Blunt. Uh, who are your favorite musicians? It, who inspired you? Yeah, well, that, those are those are two people that I that I really like, especially John Denver. Um, but I was I really like Jim Croce and um, Harry Chapin. Oh yeah, you know, like like storyteller uh, writers. Um, and right. you know, just uh, who else? Uh, Cat Stevens. Just like uh, a lot of different uh, people from the '60s and '70s. You know, I would grab my my mom's and my my dad's music and just listen to that. Um, 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a lot of great bands throughout the, the decades, like Nirvana, Define the Sound. Um, there's always, like, those artists that just really take you to a place that's the first time that you've been there. You remember the first time you heard that song, where exactly where you were, because it was that strong. Um, yeah, so I, I have so many influences, classical music, but rap, rap hip-hop, everything. It's just, you know, it's all in there. What's that? Uh, what's that song for you that you uh, that takes you back to when you first heard it? Um. Well, I remember when I was in the the back seat of the car when Nirvana came on, um, Teen Spirit. Um, mm-hmm. Just I rem- I remember the the just the 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 timbre of the guitars and his voice, you know what I mean? It sounded like he was coming undone. It just it was just amazing to me um, that he just put that much into it and put himself out there that far. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I mean? It, it made you feel like, wow. And another song was like that was Creep from Radiohead. It was kind of like that to me. Um, he just had that, like that sound. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's really hard to explain it, but I could, you know what I mean, right? Yeah. Uh, good choices. So, Brian, your bio says you tooled around with some bands in Florida. Why were you being a tool to those bands? Well, because I didn't know how to play guitar. So tool <laughs> no, I, I don't know. Um, just, you know, it was kind of like a thing where you, you have to develop, you know. Um, you have to, you know, it's those growing things. Thing. you got to, like, play play shitty bars and, and play like stuff for free and in people's garages and house parties. I mean, all that stuff is fun, but that's not where you want to be. That's not your objective really. Cause you, you don't make the the, be- the biggest impact. You know what I mean? I feel like I didn't really find my voice there. You know, I just kind of was like mm-hmm. learning how to play, you know, if that makes sense. Sure, and then you had some uh, experience in uh, L.A. where you unha- you were unhappy with Los Angeles. I I can relate to that. Was it the traffic? What was the problem for you there? No, your traffic would be on the list. Um, another thing, it's hard to get a, a good pizza there as well. Um, yeah, it's impossible. You know, yeah, it's like Florida. Um, I'm thinking, you know, with with L.A., I mean, it, it was really cool, but there was a lot of phoniness there, and it's just a lot of, like, um, you know, you go to lunch and everybody's there with their agent at the table with the Botox, and it's just, it's just like, it's crazy, you know. But I do have some good friends in Los Angeles, and I'm going to be going there at the end of um, this month to record um, songs for the next uh, release. But I'm definitely more of an East Coast type of person. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, I like New York's honesty, and I like. Uh, you know, if somebody feels a certain way, they tell you, and, you know, it's just not just not hidden behind a smile and closed teeth, you know? Yeah, um, for sure. I uh, I can relate to the, the getting tired of the phoniness and stuff in, in L.A. Um, yeah. And you, uh, you would find excuses to stay home from school when you were a kid so that you could play, uh, get, stay home and play guitar. I'm just curious, what, what were those excuses? Well, (laughs) 
a lot of times, believe it or not, it was like, I can't go to the bathroom, right? Um, you know, I, I can't piss, you know, I can't, I can't go to the bathroom. I can't do number two, you know? And then my mom would be like, Oh my God, you poor baby. You know? And then I'd be like, it was kind of like a Ferris Bueller type situation. And, um, you know what I mean? I was, I laid it on thick and I, I was always going to the doctor and they were always doing tests and stuff, but there was really nothing wrong with me. Um, but I spent a lot of time at home. I really didn't spend much time in school because of that reason. Oh, okay. Uh, and yeah, I, I guess, uh, I mean, how, how old were you? Were you, was this throughout your entire schooling or just high school or? Well, high school, I was just, uh, I was in the, the special line, you know, when all the kids would go into the lunchroom and they'd be like, all the kids that were like with special needs, I was in that line. Uh huh. So, you know, there'd be like a seven foot kid and then like me and then a, a guy that was like in ankle shackles. You know what I mean? We were like convicts. <laughs> so, yeah, I was, <laughs> I was always in, you know, on the small bus and, you know, behavior problem, really. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So, um, the uh, you, you mentioned that you're going to go out to L.A. at the end of the month to record for the next. Pro- is the next project another LP? Is it another EP? What or is it? Are you recording with other people? What's going on? Um, I'm actually recording with a guy. His name is John Levine, and um, he's got tons and tons of work on the radio right now. And um, Andy Grammer, he worked with, and Rachel Platt, and yeah, yeah. Ooh. Yeah, so he's a he's a go to guy and I'm gonna be recording with him and I'm looking forward to it. Um and uh yeah, it's gonna be a couple I think we're gonna start with a couple songs and see how it goes and uh you know, see what develops from there. Cool. I uh but the, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, I wasn't gonna say anything important. Go ahead, man, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was just gonna say that I, I uh I'm a fan of a local uh uh, New York uh, pop band called AJR who opened for Andy Grammer at um, where was it? I think it was at the Gramercy Theater. And um, oh, awesome. Yeah, and Andy Grammer uh, said like we got a surprise for you. There's this uh, uh, this girl. She has the number one song on iTunes and the number. And it and then Rachel Platten came out and sang, and my friend and I were like, "Who the hell is this?" Was number one, so we never heard of her in our our life. And I, I guess it was right when the song was becoming popular or whatever. But uh, yeah, That's it was cool. cool. And, he, and he puts on a show. Yeah, definitely, without a doubt. Um, he's he's definitely uh, somebody to see. And wow, Rachel Platten didn't even know who she was, right? Not not a clue. <laughs> Sorry. Um, and when you first hear that song, that it's weird though. because that song is very like kind of musical theatery, and it wasn't like it. You know, it's it when you first hear that that song that Rachel Platten had the fight song thing. It's it was it was a little strange. Uh, so it was it was an odd moment. It wasn't you know it, we didn't know who she was. Yeah, now we do. I could see that. No, I could totally see that. That must have been even before it hit, right? Right. I mean, it was right when it was just. Uh, when she was just breaking. Wow. Wow. That's cool. So are there um, any gigs coming up? Do you have some stuff coming up in Germany? 
actually we finished Germany and then we did this thing okay. in the United States. It was called Campify. Do you ever hear about that? On your website. Oh. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. It's like you play at these summer camps where all these these parents get rid of their kids for the summer. And uh <laughs> we we played for them. It was awesome. They were really they were like happy to see us because it was like, wow, outside world, you know what I mean, when we came Because <laughs> they're like sequestered. They don't have TV or phone or anything. Uh, so we had a real captive audience there, and we could have sucked, but they were still clapping because they just were like, wow, this is awesome, you know. But we had fun there, and um, I'm going to be going back to Europe in uh, November, I believe. So, yeah, I like Europe as well. It's cool. What's your favorite uh, place to visit in Europe? I like Germany. Um, mm-hmm. Germany's cool because you get to drive really fast on the Autobahn. And um, even though I rented the cheapest car you could get, and everybody was, like, laughing at me, you get, like, BMWs blowing by you, and it's always Audi or something or Mercedes. And here I come in my Skoda. It's like a Czechoslovakian <laughs> car. In it's your like, scrotum? What would you say? My scrot- well, I might as well. My scrotum's actually fast. Um, it's called uh-huh. a Skoda. Uh-huh. Very close to scrotum, though, Ryan. Very close. <laughs> actually, uh-huh. there was more hair on the seat than my scrotum. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, it was uh, it was fun, man. I like Germany. The food is good, and, and there's lots of different beer. It's like every town has their own beer, and they're all proud of it. And there's always a rivalry with the next town. It's like you got to be careful not to say like that beer. It's kind of cool. It keeps on <laughs> um, Well, we don't need any more German rivalries with with anyone. I don't think. I think they've they've had right. their share for a they lifetime. Have. They really have. And you, they're very serious too, man. When you talk. Yes. Yeah. Until serious. until they have a couple drinks in them at night, and then they're like the friendliest and like most bubbly people. But during the day, they're very serious and somber and uh, almost scary. Yeah. Yeah, you get that vibe. You really do. Like, you get the stare, and you're thinking, oh, what did I just, did I say something? Or do I have a booger hanging out of my nose? And it's just like, they're just, like, mm-hmm. looking at you, you know? But it's really cool. I mean, you're right. At night, it's a different vibe, and they're more relaxed, and they try to give you Jägermeister every five seconds. And <laughs> I was I was really so hammered in uh, this town called Karlskruhl. I can't even pronounce it right. And, um... It was just amazing. I can't wait to get back there, Ryan. <laughs> get hammered all over again. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> um, all right. Well, uh, the website is brianmackeymusic.com, and uh, Twitter is at brianmackeynyc. Anything else you want to uh, plug before we go, Brian? No, man. Just I want to thank you for having me on, and – your co-host, thank you. thank you, dude. Thank you for the thank nice you. comments on the music, and I really enjoyed your show. Awesome. Well, we hope you keep listening, and uh, we, we hope you come back soon. I appreciate you stopping by tonight, Brian. I told you well. Thanks, guys. So awesome. Congratulations. Good luck, too. Thanks, man. Good night, guys. Take Good. care. All right, that was Brian Mackey. And, John Weeks, do you know what time it is now? Oh, my. It's already the Hot Mess Awards? Yup. Hey, Brian. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah,
Some crazy motherfucker told me to come on the goddamn radio station tonight. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Woo! I know you. I know you know me. <laughs> you don't look crazy. Where, That's where right. are you? Where are you? Where am I? I'm at the fork in the road. <laughs> Ooh, and you took it. I'm, I'm, up, I'm up from the holler and, and the creeks right over there. Oh, okay. Ooh, right, right over yonder. Yep. Yep. <laughs> who or what? I, I have a feeling I know at least two of these, maybe, but who have you got for us tonight for the Hot Mess Awards? Well, yeah. you damn city slicker. You think you know shit, don't you? <laughs> oh. I might. I don't know. I might just have to make you boy. the first goddamn Hot Mess Award. <laughs> it oh. would be an honor. Thinking you know some shit. <laughs> you don't know Damn shit, country. but I know you know me. <laughs> I know you know me. Big country. I know Speak you know cunt. me. I think. That's right. It's one of us, I guarantee. <laughs> guarantee. One of me. That's right. It's one of us, I guarantee. Make you feel like a Ooh. little cachon. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, look, keep looking at me with that pretty mouth, boy. Oh, oh my God! You don't look crazy, Tommy boy. That's right. That's right. Okay, so after I made that pretty snicker, me, Tommy boy, after you goddamn right, I do. That's right. Who's the first? Who is that crazy fucker anyway? I want to give him a phone back. Thank you, yes. <laughs> I think he I needs know. to be doing this. Anyway, so, so yeah, yeah that, that fucking like little swimmer fucker. That oh, little, yep. That little blonde-headed yep. little yeah, swimmer definitely, fucker. Definitely. That's Ryan a hot Lockie. fucking mess, baby. <laughs> Ryan Lockie. That is a hot mess, although I pull him by his little blonde hair and make him squeal like, oh, <laughs> What do you think that 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 right. Why did he? Why did he do this? Do you think? I don't even know why he did. He's insane. 
Oh my! What is going on over there? I'm, I'm a kind of That's that Lockie boy. Come on, Lockie, feel, feel. I know you know me, Tommy. Feel, Lockie. <laughs> oh my God! Does he have a real pig over there? <laughs> oh, there we go. Finally Ooh, popped in. Wow. Ooh. And Ooh. who's your second Ooh. hot mess? I mean, second. Where the fuck did you learn to count? That's two already. Who was the oh. first? Me? I was. You first. being the first one, you goddamn city slicker. <laughs> okay. Oh. And who's your final hot mess, Sire? My third hot mess has got to be that goddamn dummy from the New York Daily News. Oh, you hear what? about this son of a bitch? No, oh, what the hell what? is going on, Tommy boy? You know, uh, them, that, that, that damn Donald Trump's got them, like, statues showing up all over the place with his, like, little turtle dick. All oh. right. Well, apparently, them, them folks up there in that big city in New York, they don't cotton to people just putting up fucking things in their parks. Ooh. So, so th- this is my third hot mess. His name is Sam Biederman, or maybe it's Biederman. Ooh. I'd like to bite him. Ah, hell, I'd like to beat him. I don't care what his fucking name is. It's Sam. <laughs> anyway, he came out with this goddamn, this was his like press release. He said, uh, and I quote, New York City Park stands firmly against any unpermitted erections in city parks, no matter Ooh. how small. <laughs> That's so a this- quote from the Parks Department spokesman, Sam Peter <laughs> Biderman. I know you know me. I know you know me. Now, so to that's me, that crazy. sounds like that sounds like a good hot mess, no? Uh, yeah, I bought a sucker a drink, <laughs> and I'd fucking like a pig. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! All right. Oh, oh Are yeah, you... baby. <laughs> yeah, oh, baby. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just imagining. I'm, I'm just imagining Tom Fogarty stomping on his on the floor while listening to the music as if he's about to go uh, uh, to a rodeo. That's I can right. see him doing that. Dude. I got your You're rodeo, crazy, Tommy. I got Uh-oh. your rodeo. Uh oh. <laughs> Are you guys after I get done with you, I can say I rodeo. <laughs> Looped Ooh. up and ready to choke off. Oh, hell yeah. You know Tommy is. Hell yeah. Trojans rule the world. That's how my dad does. Trojans rule the world. Trojans rule the world. Trojans rule the world. Now, what the hell? Trojans rule the world. The fat fucker didn't tell me I was going to sit through this. All right. What's going on? Kick us off, Fogger of Mine. Oh, it's me? Yo. I'm Fogarty? Fogarty okay. mine. A dapper-wearing Ooh. monkey. <laughs> no, I don't care who you are. That's funny right there. A goddamn uh, dapper-wearing monkey. Who? <laughs> Photograph running and attacking an employee around the parking lot of a Walmart in Lancaster, Ohio. What is that smell, said the monkey? Ah. <laughs> 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 it, 
Yeah. I like it when you I like it when you grunt like that. Mm. Go to mm-hmm. the world. <laughs> EMS workers in Enfield, Connecticut, rescued a squirrel who got his head stuck in a yogurt cup. In other news, seven people died in an apartment fire in Enfield, Connecticut, while EMS workers were otherwise occupied. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Because, you know, they hadn't seen that. They hadn't seen something like that since Richard Gere was in town. <laughs> <laughs> I know you know me. <laughs> <laughs> A 19-year-old Texas man named Latham Crump rode up to the Taco Bell drive-thru on a horse. That don't sound so weird. Yeah, we do that all the time down around here. After they had just completed a rodeo. Now imagine the drive home with those two after that. You want to know that one, Tommy? Oh, God. A chocolate Labrador named Galaxy discovered a giant dildo while out for a walk in England and held it in his mouth for 30 minutes. Interesting, because Galaxy was also the name of the hooker to whom the dildo previously belonged. (laughs) (laughs) That's a fancy fancy name for a hooker. Around here, we just call him this. (laughs) This. Florida man. Uh, Randy Riddle has been banned from ordering pizza after making too many crank phone calls. I mean, the guy's name is Randy Riddle. Riddle, this is his destiny. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what the hell is that? (laughs) No, no. Your worst nightmare, Tommy boy. (laughs) Y'all ain't riding your damn cabezas. (laughs) <laughs> you just, Weeks, do that. Do the destiny line one more time, please. <laughs> this is his destiny. <laughs> <laughs> very nice, very nice. Thank you, thank you. Now what the hell? I don't know no damn Japanese. Stop <laughs> over there, Tommy boy. <laughs> A Japanese pole vaulter. Parahaki Hajitata <laughs> was disqualified from participating in them their Rio Olympics <laughs> on Saturday when his leg and his penis hit the bar, <laughs> making it the first time an Asian penis got in the way of any damn thing. <laughs> oh, 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 you you going to hell for that one? Oh, I'm not that one. Uh, you, you, can't, got that you, can't do, you can't do much with a rice dick. <laughs> <laughs> Not even if it's long grain. You can't do much with a what? With a white dick? With a rice dick. Oh, rice dick. <laughs> and I'm the one going to hell. Yes. Yeah. So. <laughs> Making a murderer's Brendan Dassey's rape and murder conviction was overturned and he will soon once again be a free man. 
If only the jinx worked out like that for me, said Robert Durst. Kind of a different effect. (laughs) Amber Heard and Johnny Depp have reportedly reached a settlement in their domestic violence case. Accidents happen when you have pirate stores all over the house. (laughs) Yeah. Ooh-wee. I don't know who'd be a hotter piece now, that Amber Heard or that funny little Johnny Depp. Ooh. Weeks, take two. Yeah. I'll, I'll take two. When, accidents happen when your husband's hands are made of scissors. Take the time. Accidents happen when you have a razor twirling, throat slitting, singing barber. There it is. Near, 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 near. I know you know me. Oh, I wish I didn't. <laughs> oh. <laughs> One company is putting coffee waste to good use with a versatile new product, coffee flour. Well, that's not Ooh. coffee waste, said Jonathan Weeks. <laughs> You're damn right about that one, Tommy boy. <laughs> That's salty, boy. What the hell? In a speech this week, Donald Trump talked about the 1800s being a great era for America. He specifically referenced slavery and the lack of women's suffrage as true highlights. <laughs> Uh-oh. 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 Come on, little Uh-oh. doggy. Come on, little 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 doggy. Hey, dude. Oh, man. Hey, dude. Hey, dude. Ooh. With that killer Oh, very nice. Very nice. Ooh. Weeks. Thirty-five-year-old oh. Ohio man Michael Williams Henson is facing indecency charges after a witness reported seeing him attempt to have sex with the front grill of a van parked on the street. One observer said the van was clearly asking for it, having been recently whacked. What the asking. hell? You know that. You know what that reminds me of is when we were Julian said Ryan pull over this car. And we were at Flomo's house, and Julian says, somebody needs to hump that car. And then Julian got out and, and humped Flomo's car. Remember that, Weeks? I think I remember this. I think that I remember hearing about this. This is ridiculous. What the hell are y'all smoking up there? Somebody got some problems, those city folks. Those city folks, Tommy boy. <laughs> I know you know now, now, I did fuck the exhaust I did fuck the exhaust pipe of a Ford pickup once. Yeah, oh, there I you was, go. Yeah. <laughs> I was Yeah. Must have been a lot of hot air. Yeah, it was nice and it was nice and crispy when I got done with it. Oh. <laughs> Speaking of old and crispy, the Playboy Mansion has been sold for a record breaking one hundred million dollars. It was only that expensive because of the leftover quaaludes in the grotto. 
Oh. <laughs> and you want to know? I, I, I heard something about this down there at the, the damn coffee shop the other day. What? You know what? That son of a bitch gets to stay in there until he dies, too. Yep, yep. Why yep. sold the motherfucking house furnished with Hugh Hefner? I don't know. He's like <laughs> 90 years old. Damn. Yeah, he's up. He's but shit, he's still in the motherfucking house. Like, can you imagine? $100 million you pay for that son of a bitch. And you walk around Yo. the corner and there's fucking you still sitting there in his goddamn pajamas. Damn right. <laughs> Can't get rid of that yeah. son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I would want to live with a 90-year-old in pajamas just randomly uh, around. <laughs> yeah, I don't care. I don't care how many little rabbits he's got. Yeah. Okay, y'all ready now for the big finale? All right, take us home. Okay. There's a new hotel over there in that Dubai, which will feature an artificial rainforest and robotic hosts. Sounds like an Abercrombie and Fitch to me. <laughs> Did you ever know that you're my, my hero? hero. Bro. You're everything, everything I would like I to, be. to be. I can fly higher <laughs> than an eagle. You are the wind in my wings. Did you ever know that you're my hero? Uh, you're no, everything, everything I'd like to be. Oh, hell yeah. I can fly higher than an eagle. Because you are the wind beneath the eagle. Again, again, again. <laughs> Again. Yeehaw! <laughs> Again. Yeehaw! <laughs> I, like know the know uh, I know you know me. I know you know me. Weeks, take us home. All righty. While on CNN, former Breitbart News editor-at-large Ben Shapiro said, I mean, as you probably know, I think Donald Trump's a turd tornado. <laughs> I also understand that he has no capacity whatsoever to control himself and be this state politician that everyone wants him to be. Telling him to double down is not necessarily a terrible strategy. If he's going to go down, he's going to go down being Trump. CNN's Brianna Keller then asked, a what tornado? A turn tornado? What is that? Well, it's like a Sharknado, except with poop. Executives <laughs> at Sci-Fi immediately announced plans for a tornado, starring Brandon Fraser. Oh, yes, excellent. Lord, yes. Lord, Lord, Lord. <laughs> Lordy, Lordy. Yeah. Uh, you too. You, 
You do. You have lost the <laughs> damn mind. <laughs> okay, now we're going to have Tommy to give you this, this here phone. All right. Don't get captured, Tommy boy. See you, Tommy oh, boy. You, who, who's Tommy boy? Young Tommy <laughs> in the country. That's right. <laughs> yes, right. You can take you can take Tommy Boy out of the country, but you can't take the country out the Tommy Boy. That's damn right, <laughs> Tommy Boy. Sounds so scary. <laughs> Woo! That's how damn scary. You ought to be Good scared. <laughs> I'm scared right now. I know you know me. Up, Tommy Boy. Because God damn it, I know you know me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! And he and he hung up right after he said that. That was something scary. ain't right in that boy's head. That. Oh, that boy done lost his goddamn mind. I thought he was having a stroke or something. Or some sort of, maybe a seizure. <laughs> Ooh, God. Where, where did he get the banjo? That's what I want to know. Bro. Bro. Where did he learn to is play he it? He's must be. the head. <laughs> so, um, I got to share this with you. We, uh... Mm, um... There was uh, a uh, uh, well. First off, uh, so I finally I met I met Counting Crows, my favorite band of all time, on Tuesday night. Um, I and, saw that. Oh my yeah. god! How was that? So I the night before I was like um, I was trying to think of all the times that I've seen them and actually figure it out. And I thought it was about twenty or so, but it, it wound up being eighteen. So I was a little disappointed. It was only eighteen, but. Um, <laughs> So I'm writing all the gigs down that I've seen, and I was writing them in like this uh, weird order because I couldn't remember them chronologically. And then I placed them in order, and then I was thinking like, where the hell is my life gone? But um, <laughs> I, uh, I, I I got all the and I used the internet to get the dates together and whatever. And like I was like, oh, was I at that show or that show at that venue? And I had to look at the set list. I was like, oh, I remember they did Hard Candy here, so it, was, it had to be that one. Um, and uh. And I was like, all right, you know what? Why don't I write up another list in chronological order and give it to Adam during tomorrow? So I, um, uh, we get to the amphitheater in Coney Island, and we wait forever, and then we attend the sound check, which is cool. And then we do the um, – and I was like right front row center for the sound check, so crazy. I put a video wow. up on YouTube. I'll send you. I'll, I'll post the link. Um, and then after sound check, uh, we did the, the meet and greet and took the photos and the County Crows meet and greet is way weirder than the panic of the disco one was because panic, they like, they put your, their arms around you for the picture. You, they, it was like, um, it was like they were playing music. It was kind of an energetic thing. And then with counting, like it was just a very kind of somber event and, uh, people, would just like go in the center of them and not even say anything and just walk out. And it was like, ridiculous. <laughs> like hi, hi. And, uh, and so then I went up there and I shook Adam's hand and I said, hey, it's nice to meet you guys. And then we took the picture and, and other people weren't putting their arms around. I put my arms around them. And, uh, as I did, I was touching one of Adam, like Adam's very long dread and it, it did not feel good. Um, and, uh, we, um, you know, we took the picture, and after that, mm-hmm. I turned to him. And, the, you know, in these scenarios, I'm always 
trying to rush out so the next people can get there. And I certainly was taking longer than other people who were just in there and out. So I just, after we took the picture, I turned to him and I said, um, I was so nervous. And I'm sure you could tell, yeah. but I said, you guys are my favorite band of all time. I've been seeing you guys for like 20 years now. So last night, and I took out my uh, paper, and he looked at the paper coming out of the pocket. And I said, I took out, I, uh, last night I, I um, wrote down all the times that I've seen you guys. And it, just, it would be an honor if I could give this to you. And he said, sure. And then I said, you know, uh, this time here, August 25th, 2009, uh, was the greatest musical experience I've ever had. The, the first uh, traveling circus show at Hammerstein. And he said, oh, thanks, man. Mine too. And we agreed on our favorite show. So that, that was Very good. Nice. Yeah. And then I like, I walked away and as I'm walking away, I see him turn to Charlie, the accordionist and organist and sa- and he was like pointing at gigs on the paper and like they were talking about this thing. And then the next, uh, meet and greet person came up and, um, they, uh, and then it was like, I kind of got pictures of Adam struggling to figure out what to do with my paper, which was, uh, funny. Um, when they were meeting, next year. but, um, but you know, I finally got to meet Counting Crows and, uh, and I, uh, I knew no one else would spend this money on it. So I, you know, I, it was, I went alone and then it turned out that the lady next to me went alone, which, so it didn't make me feel like too much of a loser. And, um, and then they, they had the, the first, uh, so counting, so Adam and Rob Thomas came out and introduced the, uh, first band together and um mm-hmm. it's it's uh Kay Phillips is the guy's name and it was the most boring opening act I've ever seen in my life. Um and uh, I guess Adam really likes him but it's so boring. Uh and then Rob Thomas came out and just destroyed the place. He was so energetic and I mean he he's just like fucking uh I mean didn't miss a note, sounded great, high high energy performance. Uh, not low energy like the first guy, very low energy. Um, and then, uh, and then, and then, County came out and and did you know what they do best and were just amazing. And what was weird about it were there were these people like behind us who were like twenty somethings, maybe even late teens, and they were like drunk and uh, knew every word. And then there were these like twenty two year old douchebags ahead of me who also knew every. And I'm like, who are these young wow. people that are? love counting but there were there were a good amount of young people there so that was uh strange but it was it was something wow that's pretty amazing i mean like uh this is a band with a lot of uh longevity um and yep. uh you know i think they've had a lot of hits over the years but uh that's pretty pretty amazing and you got to see your your hero your band there that's pretty yeah. amazing and i saw some of the pictures and the videos that you posted on facebook you were so close to the stage what yeah. the hell did you see that was ridiculous that video, do you see that uh, the second half of the video with Rob Thomas in it singing Bent? I saw that, yes. Yep. Do you, do you, to me, that video that I took looks like it could be on a professional DVD of, you know, Rob Thomas live, you know? No, that's what, that's what I first thought. I thought that you somehow were like, you want a competition to be, you know, to go with him on, on all these tours. Some of those, some of the bands do that kind of stuff and they professionally photographer, you know, I have a photographer and everything like that to videotape it. It looks pretty professional. It looks really good. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. It's the, I mean, iPhone 6S, man. It's, uh, it's a powerful device. Um, so the, uh, oh, we don't have much time, but I, I just want to mention this. Um, 
my friend, uh, let's call her Emily, had the most had the weirdest apartment hunting experience I've ever heard of, and I just want to share happened? with you what happened. So, she, yeah. Emily's looking for an apartment. She's looking for an apartment in West New York, which there's your first problem because it's in fucking New Jersey oh. and it's called West oh. New York, whatever. And you don't want to go to West New York, and you do not want to go to East New York. Trust you, me. Gross, and then, bro. um, and so she tells me, Emily tells me, the view is so pretty on the water, but anything a few blocks into the mainland is shitty. It was bad <laughs> because we walked to the house, which I thought it was the entire first floor rental, but we walk up the house and the doors wide open. And there's a 20-something couple standing in the doorway, oh, and the no. dude is fingering the girl in the what? doorway <laughs> outside oh, my God. while oh, my we are God. in sight. I'm just going to read that part oh, one more time. But please do it again, up, please. We walk up to the house, and the door is wide open, and there's a 20-something couple standing in the doorway, and the dude is fingering the girl in the doorway outside. While we are in sight. <laughs> and then they, they notice us. Oh and, and the girl looks at him like, stop. And the dude keeps going. And oh then a little girl breaks through them to run, oh <laughs> to run around the front yard and do stupid kid shit. <laughs> and, uh, and I'm like, who the fuck does that when there's a little kid nearby? <laughs> so he's fingering this kid. <laughs> this is like a scene out of American Horror Story. And then <laughs> this girl, this little girl runs through. And then... <laughs> she says, anyway, Maria who I assume is the mom of whoever walks out and says, hi, I'm Maria, and doesn't notice that this dude was rubbing her daughter's hair. (laughs) And I look at my boyfriend like, can we leave? But we looked anyway. (laughs) And it was a basement rental connected to a door which leads into their own laundry room, which can't be locked, so essentially anyone can get into this apartment locked. So I said, okay, thanks, bye. (laughs) She said, she she sent a follow-up email because they said, please please let us know. We have so many people interested right now. And in the email, I said, this is not a good fit. I saw some dude fingering a girl. What kind of house is it? All out in the open. So I said, thanks, but we aren't interested. And then I said, I said, wait, you actually wrote an email that said that? And she said, yes. So I had my friend Emily forward me the email. Oh, she also said, like, what kind of house is that? Like, guests are standing in plain view and the little girl is nearby. Um, and so then she forwards me the email and and say, well, first I say I got to tell this on the show tonight. But she forwards me the email, says says hi Tom, <laughs> thanks so much for showing me and Mike the place. It looks very nice. <laughs> oh my God. 
young couple. <laughs> oh messing. my gosh, she wrote this. Yeah, she wrote this. A young couple oh. was messing around, <laughs> and the young man was sick. <laughs> oh my god! The oh young woman with us and a little girl in plain sight. Oh my. I did not feel comfortable at all and just wanted to let you know this is not a good fit for us. Thank you again for your time. Thank you, Emily. So I just read part of that sentence again. She says, so if, if I dissect the sentence and don't read the end of it, listen to how that sentence sounds when she mentions the fingering. She says, however, while we were waiting at your front door, a young couple was messing around, and a young man was fingering a young woman with us and a little girl. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, and a little girl. And are fingering this, this 20-something girl oh on the front. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. I, I can't believe she wrote that. Are you serious? Yes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's amazing what do you think of this whole thing <laughs> I think it sounds pretty insane mm-hmm. that somebody's fingering the girlfriend or wife you know before the, the showing it's just, just it's not professional <laughs> doesn't make much sense I think the fact that this girl sent an email about it is is insane. I can't believe she did that. That's amazing. It's amazing in a lot of ways, but it's insane. Oh my god, who is this person? She's insane. To be fair, I don't know that the one who wrote the email, the email is the insane one in this scenario, but I do want to read the email one more time. Yeah, Hi, I want to hear this. Yes. Yeah. Hi, Tom. Hi, Tom. Thanks so. Hi, Tom. You got that one right, Tommy boy. Not this one, apparently. (laughs) Thanks so much for showing me and Mike the place. It looks very nice. Like, who's going to think that the email is going to get to fingering? It looks very nice. However, while we were waiting at your front door, a young couple was messing around, and a young man (laughs) fingering a young woman with us and a little in plain sight. It really kind of sounds like the little girl was in on the fingering, too. Like, because oh she was just, just the right height. Like, she didn't even need to lift up her hand. She just put her head down there and just started shaking her head. I do not feel comfortable at all and just wanted to let you know that this is not a good fit for us. Thank you again for your time. Thank you, Emily. You know what? It needs, it, this needs to be read one more time. One more time. Yes. Hi, Tom. Yes, please. Thanks. Thanks so much for showing me and Mike the place. It looks very nice. However, while we were waiting at your front door, a young couple was messing around, and a young man was fingering a young woman with us and a little girl in plain sight. I did not feel comfortable at all and just wanted to let you know that this is not a good fit for us. Thank you again for your time. Thank you, Emily. What do you think after hearing that a couple more times? Uh, it sounds even more insane. It's, it's, I love her last line. It's not a good fit for us. <laughs> was she talking about the dude's fingers there? I think that's what she's talking about. She's, <laughs> she is obsessed with the fingering. She's obsessed. <laughs> I'm looking at your picture with uh, 
the county grows. This is a this is a great freaking pitcher. Is it? What you don't think hell? it's this little... like this is nice as hell. This is like something you can put in a poster. This is like a really professionally done. Is that your your phone? No, 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 no. You you mean the the picture with them? Yeah. You don't think it's too blurry? It's a little. It's a little bit. I mean, it's a little bit blurrier than nah, my picture it's a with. Great looking picture. I think it looks. I think it looks great because you 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 blurred out the uh, the background and you have this you in the band and it looks so clear. Yeah, I mean, no, you were not allowed to use your phone to take those pictures. Those pictures at any meet and greet, like the Nick Jonas one, counting one, the Panic at the Disco one, it's all done by a photographer, and then they oh. post them on a couple days later. But the the weird thing with this one is, like, Panic, like, their photographer is was very good at, you know, making sure everything was in focus and getting it right. The counting photographer, right. as good as this picture may be, is definitely not a professional photographer and didn't seem to know what the hell he was doing because uh, a lot of <laughs> a lot of the pictures on the tour are super blurry and it's like these fans are paying you know a lot of money and then they get these these blurry ass pictures. Mine is pretty good, but um, but yeah, but the the panic one is looks so good that I did make that into a poster and I put it up on my wall. Oh my god, very good, very you know how you. How the hell are you meeting all these uh, great bands? I want to meet my bands. You know, you know what the key to uh, the the key to this sort of finance? How many CDs do you have in this picture? It's ridiculous. CDs? I see this like uh, picture you have here with like a million CDs or DVDs and all this kind of. What the hell are these things? Ryan Holmes, 2013. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> what the fuck are you saying right now? What are you saying to me? I'm looking at one of these. I'm looking at one of these pictures that says, "What the hell are these things?" And there's like stacks of CDs that you got. That I have. Yeah, and one of your Facebook photos from 2000. It's from 2013. You probably, you know, you might not remember it. Oh, and what was what was the caption? Uh, what the hell are these things? Right, because CDs are ridiculous, and I'm angry that I have that CD collection now that we wow. have Spotify. And um, and the the albums that I really wanna you know I really wanna hold in my hand I'll buy the record but CDs people say that CD quality sounds just as good as record it's not true man CDs sound like shit to me I cannot tell the difference between a CD and a um, high quality digital audio file online I can't tell the difference but whereas a record it sounds fucking dope I don't understand that's true that's true the records are the way to go. We got to go back to the records, I think. Well, we are. We we it's already started. Like, look how popular records are, and look how unpopular CDs are. That's true. CDs are just a waste of time nowadays. Ugh. Yeah, huge waste. Huge waste of money. Huge waste. Of, I'm so mad when I look at CDs. I have some CDs. I'm look. I have a stack of CDs right in front of me here that were under my bed, and I'm looking at them like, like, well, this was all a waste of money and time. Um, so. Uh, but, you know, it is what we grew up on, isn't it? And it's what I uh, grew up to Counting Crows on and got to meet them and stuff. So I That's guess true. I have some sort of special place for CDs. But it's nice to know that all you're doing really while I'm talking is scrolling through my fucking Instagram photos on <laughs> Facebook. Um, but but wait, what? A minute, wait a minute. So you, you, you saw them at Coney Island? Yeah. What do you think about Coney Island? Well, it was the first time I went there intentionally in years. Nice, right? Not too bad, huh? Well, because 
you know, I used to wake up there at the end of the train line while I was drunk. Oh, that's what I was going to tell you. The, the secret to the, the financial stability to be able to meet your favorite bands is uh, yeah. not drinking alcohol because that is a, costs a lot of money. So, um, so so that was the key, really. I was just telling my, my fitness sponsor about this last night. By the way, I ran a, a mile 7 minutes and 15 seconds last night. Um, what? Oh my! Are you, wait a minute. Are you running? You're running on the treadmill, right? No, this was a track. Oh my God! Are you, what are you, a professional runner now? That's 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 a, that's insane. That's a really good number. Yeah, I was, no, but I'm working with a professional runner, and uh, he's he got me on a program. It's good. It's my fitness sponsor, but I was telling oh him my like the God. only. Oh God! Do you eat anything anymore? Uh, yeah, but I keep track of it, you know, I keep track of it and I have this accountability uh, with Frank and, uh, you sound very, uh, very uh, disappointed. Yeah, I'm, well, I'm happy for you. You're healthy, but, uh, <laughs> this is, uh, this is great. This, this is, <laughs> oh yeah, it's so great, yeah. <laughs> he was fingering her in the doorway. You look thinner and thinner in all these, uh, these photos, you know, it's, it's kind of ridiculous because I saw that that photo with you in panic. I thought you were part of the band. That is the nicest thing you've ever said to me. Is it really? <laughs> Thank you. Well, to it's, say no, that I belong, you, you look like uh, you were part of that band and Fallout yeah. Boy. I mean, you would be you would be a great fit for both bands. No, fuck that Fallout Boy. Although Fallout Boy now, how did. Do you like Fallout Boy. I don't, I don't like you like them. I don't dislike them. I don't dislike them, and I appreciate them because Pete Wentz signed Panic right after hearing two songs on MySpace, and that's how they got signed, and that's how we know Panic. But um, Fallout Boy just doesn't do it for me. Also, Patrick Stump basically is about as hot as the name sounds, whereas Brendan Urie <laughs> is just, I mean, he can do no wrong. <laughs> Oh my God! You're too much. You're too much, Brandon. Yuri, Brendan. Sorry, Brand, Brendan. Brendan. God damn it. <laughs> um. Anyway, we we gotta wrap up, bro. What's your favorite scene? And she's my man. Um. My favorite scene, and she's my By the way, excellent interview today. I thought that was what a, what a phenomenal musician and, and down to earth guy and uh, yeah what a great I guest. thought it was a great interview you, you delivered a phenomenal interview there and uh, uh, great guest great guest it was great guest and and uh, I had no prior um, knowledge of how uh, he would be on the air we could have been dealing with a Keanu Reeves situation but we got like a, a Robin Williams situation <laughs> it was a very nice uh, very nice uh, interview absolutely absolutely. Uh, and my favorite scene, and she's a main main for the main of brains main. It's got to be when the main of brains plays this very uh, protagonist. All right, here it goes. That's racist. Main of brains journal, October twelfth, nineteen eighty-five. Dog carcass in the alley this morning. Tire tread on the burst stomach. This city is afraid of me. I have seen its true face. The streets are extended gutters, and the gutters are full of blood. And when the drains finally scab over, all the vermin will drown. The accumulated filth of all their sex and their murder will foam up about their waists. And all the whores and the politicians will look up and shout, Save us. 
and I'll whisper, no. And that's my favorite scene. It's the main man for Jermaine and Paige, man. Jeez, who, the, who is that? Uh, that's the character Rorschach in the movie Watchmen. Oh, okay, Watchmen. Watchmen, yes, a Watchmen. dame to remember. That's that's right, that's right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Starring Precious. <laughs> Starring Precious. Hey, what's your favorite that is a wonderful question, and I'm wondering <laughs> how to. Um, maybe this is it. Is this is this Uh-oh. my favorite scene? Is she's main main feature main Brian's Marine. Um, so uh, yeah, okay. My favorite scene in she's the main main, and I've done this before, but it it bears repeating is when um, there uh, there's like a, a bachelor party, and the guy's gonna get married, and then um. Uh, they wind up in Vegas, and there's a character named Alan that Amanda Baines plays very, very well. And she says, "I'd like to, I'd like to say something that I prepared tonight." And then he takes out a crinkled piece of paper. I'm, I'm reading this as Jason Friedman, by the way. And he takes out a crinkled paper, <laughs> begins reading somewhat nervously. How about that ride in? I guess that's why they call it Sin City. <laughs> <laughs> you guys might not know this, but I consider myself a bit of a loner. I tend to think of myself as a one-man wolf pack. But when my sister brought Doug home, I knew he was one of my own. And my wolf pack, it grew by one. So where there were two... There were two of us in the wolf pack. I was alone first in the wolf pack, and Doug joined in later. And six months ago, when Doug introduced me to you guys, I thought, wait a second, could it be? And now, I know for sure, I just added two more guys to my wolf pack. The four of us wolves running around the desert together. In Las Vegas, looking, looking for strippers and cocaine. So tonight, I make a toast. Ah! Blood Brothers. <laughs> and that's my favorite scene. She's my man, she's made brain's man. Wow. Yes. yes. That was hilarious. Yes. You delivered it perfectly. I think that was much better than the movie, and with yes. Friedman's voice, oh my god! Well, I think Incredible. Friedman, Friedman kind of turned into Fogarty's uh, character somewhere halfway through. I don't know. Was, all of a sudden, Friedman from Chicago had a southern accent there. But um, I, I too, but I'm, I'm terrified by, by by Fogarty today. Yeah. Oh, he was terrifying, and then he just hangs up. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't even know if that was Fogarty. Quite frankly, it sounded really like a disturbed <laughs> creature, like a monkey child. A monkey child. <laughs> <laughs> I can think of no better way of any of the show than saying "If an angel visited in the beds, hit the brakes, Florence." And uh, I was once at a play and uh, ripped <laughs> 
wife was the director, his new wife, because unfortunately the old one is long gone, and I was 12, and then there was an after party, and we were at the after party, and we were at a restaurant, and Rip Torn was going around arm wrestling everyone, and he beat everyone, and then and this was many, many years ago, and then it got to me, but I had the grip, and then I beat him, and after that he goes, he says, somebody owes me a martini. I think I butchered that. And after that, he goes, he says, somebody owes me a martini. Yeah, I put a little extra oh. syllable in there. And if you have a Barbie doll, what are you going to do with that fucking bitch? Take her out a nice stroll through town. You're going to go to the local Tower Records and <laughs> buy the latest Mousy album because it's coming out in two weeks. Well, you can Ooh, pre-order shoot. it. Now. You know, I, guess, I guess you can't buy it, but you can pre-order it. So, that's what you're going to do. And that's a hell of a night right there. Do you, do you have the preview? Not yet. Not yet. I, 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 it's <laughs> in two weeks. We're going to have a preview in two weeks. And uh, it's going to blow your socks off. Get ready, guys. It's just going to be amazing. All right. Blow your socks off. Interesting yeah. choice of words. <laughs> All right. Just make sure you're not fingering anyone on your front porch. Good night, Good night, everybody. Good night.